welcome everybody back to Keto Sisters podcast. I am Keto Sister number one because I am the best. Hang on a second. Who designated that? Where did I miss that memo? I missed that memo completely. Well, yeah. You know, you probably weren't important enough to get the memo. So yeah, sorry about that. Yeah. Maybe it was all just kind of let her think she's number one. Yeah, true, true. Okay, let's go with that. So in this week's podcast, we are talking about the importance of a ketogenic diet, hurrah, but for your pets, where appropriate. Obviously, if you put a rabbit on a ketogenic diet, it's not going to do so well. (laughs) So if you have a feline or a canine, then ketogenic diet is the way to go. Don't feed your horse meat, please. Don't feed your no. horse. No. 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 Perhaps we should say that we're talking about ketogenic diet for dogs and cats specifically. Yeah, actually, only. yeah. Yeah, we can't really say for animals because <laughs> no. some animals like are naturally vegetarian. like so. Um, and, you know, it's funny. I've seen some studies that have been on saturated fat and... They're saying, oh, 100% of the subjects got cancer from eating saturated fat. It's like, but you're giving it to rabbits. You're, you're, you're doing a study on saturated animal fat and you're giving it to a rabbit who is a herbivore. What do you think is going to happen? And they know. It's it just, uh, don't get me started. How do they even get a rabbit to eat meat, though? That's they, the sad part. So they must be just injecting it or something. They call it rat chow. And basically, oh, it's dehydrated kibble, kind of right. with fake okay. tastes to make the rabbit think it's yeah. it's just horrible. I yeah. am a hundred eleventy billion percent against animal testing. If you wanted somebody to eat that crap, then you feed it to people who are willing yeah. to eat that crap. Eat, eat it yourself. Yeah, if you're the scientist. Then bloody eat it yourself. Yeah. So it actually, what actually prompted this conversation was a post I put on social media a couple of weeks ago that was taken from the website of the food I feed my cats. Now, for a very long time, we never fed the cats dry food because there is a correlation between dry food consumption and kidney problems because cats are carnivores. They're obligate carnivores. They have to eat meat because they need terrine and they need protein that's that's what they thrive on and basically this post said that there is no biological requirement in cats or dogs for carbohydrate it's well known that carbohydrate drives obesity and diabetes on this pet food website like this is what they're saying so there was a huge amount of reaction to that i got so many messages from people saying wow like they're they're out there saying that for our cats and our dogs but human food we're being given yeah. anything yeah well that's because there's money in it you know mm-hmm. well we talk about this a lot yeah it all comes back down to the bottom line and what's you know the money that's been made yeah. at the end of the day yeah it's all about money so we buy this cat food it's called origin and they do cat food and dog food and it's for for a five and a half kilo bag, it's like 70 euro. It, this is pricey stuff. But there is no grains, there's no cereals in it. And it's wild food. So it's wild caught fish, um, free range chickens, free range turkey. And they have prey animals. So they have like bison, wild boar, 
turkey, a huge range of different uh, meats in this food. And the funny thing is that, you know, cats are self-regulating. They're really, really good at regulating how much they eat if you give them a natural food. So things like, you know, the packets of Dreamies, I don't know. Yeah. So it's pretty much garbage for cats. Yeah, they won't stop eating them. They won't stop eating them. But if if I give them raw beef, for example, eventually they'll just walk off and leave it on the floor. And then I don't know about it until I slip and fall. Ah, yeah. Mm, Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Or in your bare feet. I know. I have four cats. And I have had cats for like 12 years. No, more than that. 15 years. So I, I have never... I've I haven't had bare feet in my house in fifteen years, more than fifteen years. So it was interesting then the amount of people that messaged me saying, Can you link to the this product because I want to feed my cats? And I know the gorgeous ladies from Have Butter Will Travel, Dan and Erica, they actually make their own cat food using raw yeah. meat. They they use beef and chicken and rabbit and fish and make the cat food for their two cats but I did a lot of research into it because obviously I want to keep my cats as healthy as possible and there is a huge movement of vets that are treating cancer in dogs with a ketogenic diet and the results are phenomenal and I've actually got goosebumps thinking about it because Facial cancers in dogs are a huge issue. Um, we had one ourselves. Do you remember Benji had a, the tumour up his nose yes. that went up into his brain? Yes. So facial yeah. cancers are a, a very big problem with dogs. And practically all of them, ha- it's reversed when they put them on an, an all-raw-me ketogenic diet. Now, dogs are kind of like, they are carnivores, but they can eat other foods. Um, but like that, yeah. they're self-regulating. Yeah, but for years, um, an awful lot of vets, you know, championed just chicken and rice diet for yeah. dogs. Like, I know, I know. But like, I mean, it, it it did show improvements in some of their their diet. But like, I'd never give no. rice to a dog. When if it, when's the last time you've seen a dog actively seek out a rice field? <laughs> Can you or, you know, kind of. Do you know what I mean? Like, imagine rocking up there in the morning to pick your a rice dog. or whatever, and there's a load of dogs out in the field going like with their walk, going, "Oh yeah, this stuff rice is so good." <laughs> I know we jest, we jest, but it's true. Like it's true, and I often do it to my cats when I'm giving them a bit of steak or something. It's like, well, if I see you go and kill a cow, I'll give you this bit of steak because then it's then it's a natural yeah. diet for you. So we we sometimes get rabbit and give the cats raw rabbit because that's that's a natural prey. Yeah, that's what they do. Yeah, yeah. You should send them here. We've got a little bit of uh, mice uh, issue mice at the moment well. because of the change yeah, in the weather. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Mice are, are and it's something that we've talked about. You know the way you can get frozen mice for snakes. Um, my yeah. mother-in-law's cat has. Oh, uh, she's just. She looks like she's a Parisian lady. She's really elegant and yeah. she's very delicate and she has this glossy black coat and she's beautiful, beautiful cat, but she eats like a bird, right? Like a bird. And the problem is that she's not getting enough 
nutrition in the little bit that she eats. So my mother-in-law is trying to give her the most nutritious food possible. So she came to me and she said, what can I feed her? And I was like, I'm a nutritionist, not a vet. Frozen mice. (laughs) <laughs> but I said to her, if she's only eaten a little bit, you need to make sure that it's as nutrient and dense as possible. So give her some yeah. ra- some raw rabbit or some raw beef in a warmed egg yolk, but raw egg yolk that's just yeah. been heated a little bit. Because if a, if a cat catches a mouse and starts to eat it, it's eating warm, um, a, a warm mouse. It's a, yeah, that's so a, yeah, warm flesh. giving a cat yeah. cold food, yeah. it, you know, they... they they expend energy heating the food up when it goes into their body. And that's why when, when it's really, really hot outside, you shouldn't drink cold water because your body actually ups yeah. your metabolism to heat that water. So you end up even hotter. Um, so I said, yeah. her, you know, you need to look at getting something really nutrient dense and it, it worked. So she went and she got um, a paste from the vet that has amino acids in it because she's not getting enough protein. She, she started to lose her hair. Right. Okay. Okay. So the vet said to her, oh, she's just licking, yeah, she's just licking herself. And my mother-in-law was like, she's really not, you know, she's really not. Um, so I, I said, I theorized that she's, because she's only eaten a little bit, she's not getting enough amino acids to be able to metabolize new protein, new, to do new protein synthesis, to be able to create the hair growth. And that's what happens. That's why we lose hair on keto. We break down the, the, yeah. the old proteins, but it, it grows again and you end up with a consistent baby hair. I know you can't see what I'm doing, but my Patreons, our Patreon family can see my baby hairs all the time. Oh, that's precious. No. Okay. Let, let, let's undo that hairdo. Oh yeah. My, my waterfall hun bun. Like I wish the whole world, I, I actually might take a selfie so that I, I can, when the podcast comes out, people can see what we're talking about because it's, it's just so special. Oh, look at this bit sticking up now. <laughs> yeah. So you need to have nice sleep yes, care like I, I do. do. So she went to a pharmacy that stocks, in Italy, the pharmacy stocks veterinary medicine as well. Um, you, you, you don't just have to rely right, on getting okay. it from your vet. You can get it from, from the pharmacy. Yeah. Well, and actually, sense. just completely off point, in France, every pharmacist is a mushroom expert. So if you find mushrooms... You bring them to your local pharmacy and they'll identify them and tell you whether they're safe or not. Isn't that interesting? So, or whether you can get high off them or not. (laughs) What do you guys be up to at the weekend? (laughs) So the vet gave her this paste, this nutrition paste, and her hair started to grow back again. But I said to my mother-in-law, you know, you really should consider (laughs) the mice. And she was like, she was like, <laughs> yeah, I just can't see Sophia doing that. I really can't see. I just can't I see that happening. Like, I, I could see. The... It goes against everything. Like a little dainty woman, like, you know, unpacking but frozen mice and defrosting in it. In <laughs> her defense, I could see her, because she loves this cat so much, she considered yeah. it. She would do that. And yeah. if it came to, if the vet said to her, you need to feed this cat, because I said to her, you know, you just defrost them and put it in the microwave to heat it up a bit. She was like, oh. yeah, but then you have to clean up after the the whole like gorge fest. Usually, you know I mean? there's not much to clean up. I mean, we've had uh, we when we lived in in the middle of nowhere, our cats caught a rabbit and they uh, 
between the three yeah. of them they had everything everything yeah no we've had that we but we we had a, a mm. day, we had a squirrel burst open oh, on the nice. rug in the sitting room like it was the middle of summer and we had all the doors like it We've lived in a little cottage. If you see the Patreon, you know I live in a little cottage. Everybody knows that by now, okay? So we have the front door open and the back door open in the summer. So you can go right through the house. And the cat brought in a squirrel we didn't realise and till Tony walked in and it was all over the rug. And the smell, Already? like the urine oh, okay. and, you know, kind of, because it burst yeah, it okay. open like yeah. all over the sitting room. <laughs> and it was just like... We had to shampoo the carpet out. That's the hazards <laughs> of having a cat. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was a lot yeah. of cleaning up. But I'd say, yeah, they do, they do, they're, they are clean animals. Very clean. Which is something people always go, oh, you know, do cats not smell? No, no. Cats are cleaner cats than you. smell like you clean know? laundry. Oh, they do. Yeah. When they come yeah. in from outside and they walk past, you're like, oh, that's, that smells gorgeous. <laughs> uh, so I have, yeah, I have four cats and... One of them spends, he follows me around the house. He's like a dog, right? So when I um, when I c- come to work in the morning, he has a chair. I'm going to show, I'm going to show the Patreons. That's his chair, right? If, if I don't have a chair for him, he will get up on the desk and sit like right in front of me. So sometimes he gets so needy that I have to pull that desk around and put, or the, the chair around and put him right beside me so he's right beside me it's like but he's either cleaning himself or he's asleep yeah one or the other yeah well look do you remember when i had the yeah. cat who had kittens and decided to have kittens mm-hmm. in the bedroom i set up a box for her and you know loads of blankets and Don't she had already made up her mind where yeah. she wanted to have those kittens yeah so it was the middle of the night Husband woke me up. I think the cat's having her kittens. And I had sat up the night before because I thought she was ready to go. Poor, like, just <laughs> poor baby. Like, <laughs> um, But I sat up the night before with her. She was on the couch beside me and she let me put her, my hand on her belly and oh. I could feel the kittens moving inside her. And it was so nice. And she was just, she had this look on her face of, please help me. I'm done. <laughs> you know, it was just like, please. Yeah. So... She had her kittens in the middle of the night, and the only she did not make one mm. sound having those. Yeah, because it's one sound. The only sound that woke, yeah, the only sound mm. that woke us up was the kittens Aww. squeaking, this little squeak. Yeah, but when she had had those kittens, she cleaned. Now, thankfully, we have wooden floor in the bedroom. She cleaned mm. that area where she had had the kittens. Like there was not, no. like, you wouldn't even think it. Like when we got up the next morning, she was feeding them, and you know there wasn't now. I eventually managed to get a blanket in underneath them and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, she had them in there and cleaned up every yeah. little last scrap of everything. Yeah, because yeah, it's a safety mechanism. She can't leave any trace. But that's why they yeah. clean themselves. No. They're so clean. Well, they're predators. They have to be clean. They can't smell downwind. Like, you Nobody know, likes to smell downwind. <laughs> Nobody likes to smell other people downwind either. <laughs> That's true. That's very true. Um, yeah. Okay, this is this is <laughs> going off on a complete. Okay, so um, the only cats we have at the moment are what mm. passes by the back transient, door, right? And because we live in the country, there's a few of them. Yeah, but there's one that keeps coming back. Um, he's hilarious. I'll stick a picture up of him. Um, he just sits there. It's just a black and white one. Door. He's so cute. 
<laughs> no, no, he's uh, he's okay. white, half tabby white, like he's yeah. So all right, Joe, I'll show you a picture of Fred Patreons first, so they get exclusive look at uh, our stray cat. <laughs> um, he comes up, uh, literally knows what time we're going to be in the house at, and shows up, and he literally just sits <laughs> waiting for food, slow blinking, staring. Oh yeah, Can you see him. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Like, so that's the way he sits on the back. He's in judging the back right? he's like, and, uh, No, no, oh, he's not. Okay. He's slow blinking. Yeah, yeah. No, he just literally <laughs> sits there, right? Just sits there staring in the back door. It's like, and you'll turn on, because it's dark when we get mm. home from work now, right? So he'll turn, you turn on the back light over the back door, and he's just sitting there. It's like, it's <laughs> a bit scary. Like, you know, he's just sitting there staring in. So um, we usually hold on to a bit of mm-hmm. meat from the dinner or something and throw that out to him now i do have a bag of dry food there at the moment Mm. that sometimes we just throw out if we've nothing for him but he will eat a bit of the dry food and leave it and then sit there waiting to see if that's not the good stuff after the hello service yeah yeah no literally he hangs around he'll he'll come over and he'll eat a little bit and then he'll put he'll go he'll go back down and sit in his spot and just sit there staring waiting for the scraps to come out after it's amazing how 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 quickly they (laughs) learn how to get what they want yeah yeah because he knows like you know we're coming home we're going to eat and yeah. then if there's anything left he's going to get it like so he will sit there and he is he has the patience of a saint he, he could be there we could go back in there could be nothing left you know you go back into the kitchen you switch the light on again and he's there an hour later in spot, just sitting there. it pays off so most of the time he gets something yeah exactly exactly so that's that's pretty much our pet our, our two new babies have learned very quickly that whenever anybody's in the kitchen it means that there's something going on that's interesting that oh, needs yeah. to be investigated but my little girl she is she's stealth personified like there's no sound now i am quite deaf but even fabio said i can't hear her walking around like she's so light-footed but she has the tiniest little squeak. But when she meows, she sticks her tongue out. So she goes, Meow. it's so cute. It's oh, so cute. You'll have to get but that on video. She, she sits, <laughs> I know it's pretty impossible. Like, but right behind my foot. Proper right behind my foot. So I'm like shuffling sideways in the kitchen like this, trying to <laughs> trying to move up and down the counter. Because if I step back, she's going to get a hoof. So, yeah. Yes. But it's always... You know, it's always been in front of our minds that what what we feed them is just as important as what we feed ourselves. Absolutely. But, like, if you don't take on a pet just to have them there. You know, yeah. you, you are their primary caregiver. Yeah. You know, I mean, you wouldn't treat your children like that, you know? And have it. <laughs> well, true. <laughs> when, when it comes to keto kids, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, she, she's a bacon fiend. So she'll just have bacon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, aren't we all? She's definitely related to us. When they so, came yeah, from absolutely. the shelter, so we adopted them, we would never, never shop. What? <laughs> oh. That sounded like you're talking about yeah. Marie there. Yeah. When she came yeah. from the shelter. We picked her up. Yeah. When we, when we picked yeah. her up on the street. homeless kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For the first week that they were with us, they stank when they used the litter tray. Like, unbelievable. And... And it's something that we had kind of forgotten about because our cats, we have a litter robot, you know, in those automatic ones. Yeah. 
So anytime a cat goes into it, it feels the weight of the cat and then starts the cycle. After 10 minutes, it does a cycle and then just cleans out whatever's in it. And then it's, it's always fresh. Yeah. But we hadn't noticed because it's a gradual thing over the years as their digestion improves and the quality of the food that we were giving them improved. As soon as we educated ourselves, we changed what they were eating. But these two kittens had the foulest poop for about a week. Now, you you have to kind of understand, I suppose, and I know you do, but I just need to say it anyway. Um, The shelters, they work, no, they have no money and they volunteer. Now, myself and Tony do it all the time as well. They put out the, on their social media and say, look, Lidl's or Aldi mm-hmm. or Tesco are running a deal yeah. on the, on the uh, cat food, the dog food or whatever. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about massive sacks of dry food here. Yeah. And that's the only thing they can yeah. feed them because that's what they can afford to feed them. You know, that's all they can afford is the um, gifts from people. Like, now, they're just fairly, they're keeping the animals yeah. alive and they're getting them into uh-huh. the life. You know, they are giving those animals a better life. Now, I know, you know, we're not going to be... No. at all judgmental about any of this we're just giving advice on your pet and you know these animal shelters they are so yeah. brilliant this is people giving up their own time and people should not be buying pets no money at all should cross the table no. for you know a cat or a dog or anything you should never pay for it you should go like there are just mm-hmm. thousands More of animals thousands out there looking millions. for a home yeah yeah, yeah. So it wasn't a criticism of the the shelter. Like uh, what I was just saying was that pointing out the difference with that the diet makes in their digestion. Yeah, but I would much yeah. rather that the shelter fed them cheap crap and rescued them and kept them alive yeah. so that they could be rehomed. Because for me, and it's something that we've instilled in the Keto Kid as well, every life is precious. We don't kill spiders. We don't kill wasps when they come in. Everything down to the, sm- to the smallest insect gets pushed out, gets the, door. out yeah. the door. Because it's, yeah. you know, every life is unique. And, and no matter how small or how big it is, it needs to be treated with respect. Yeah. Because if, if you can't respect small animals' yeah. lives as... They're autonomous beings with their own minds and their own yeah. uh, personalities. Then you know, I don't know what kind of person that makes makes you. Yeah, well, you need to take a long, hard look at yourself. You know, um, every animal yeah. has a reason for being on the planet. Every one of them. Sometimes I doubt that with humans, but there yeah, you go. That's a whole <laughs> other podcast. I, yeah, sometimes human behavior—you you have to just sit back mm. and go. Yeah. why why you know well anyway like you say that's a yeah. whole other podcast and we are running out of time we are that are just like and we are running yeah. out of time yeah and people don't want to listen to us pontificate me no like let's be honest. we were getting fairly judgy there <laughs> yeah we were judgy we had our we judgy do. pants on i have my judgy pajamas yeah. on uh, oh no i just have <laughs> <Christmas> pajamas on. <laughs> so on that note um if you uh want to take um a bit of time to do to look at the research um christina will put some details in the show notes and also a link to where she Mm -hmm. gets the food um have a look at that but also like i say do your own research you know it's there have a read you know consider 
Yeah. But you can afford, if you can't afford, like it is expensive. Mm-hmm. Of course, it's going to be expensive um, because it's different. But actually, you know? and because not a lot of people are doing it. And I know that they have yeah. to pay for the research and they have to pay for high, good quality kind of food. So have a look, see. But like you say, um, the two girls making their own food. Yeah. And, you know, they're using the cheap cuts that the butcher usually throws away. So, and I was just going to say that, yeah. you know, that go yeah. to your butcher and say, what are you throwing out today? I have a dog. Yeah, exactly. And they will give it to yeah. you because they don't want to have to pay for it because they have to have this stuff incinerated, yeah. I think. So um, just remember, though, that if you're giving bones to your dog, they have to be raw. Do not give cooked bones to a dog. And big. Don't give them small bones because they get stuck in yeah. the trope. And that's us two veterinary experts and our yeah. opinion for this week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, we should do that. You know the way we do that? We're not doctors. Yeah, we're not so vets. We're not vets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're not vets. But this is all, this is like biohacking for animals now. Absolutely. So there you go. And a bit of science. Well. This podcast has some everything. Spot, some science. <laughs> and bad hair. <laughs> Okay, everybody, talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. If you liked this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes and don't forget to subscribe. If you'd like to support us, you can head on over to Patreon or alternatively, you can buy us a cup of tea by using the link in the show notes. Also, don't forget to check our blog for regular updates. So until next time, keto on, keto sisters.